Today I want to share with you a marketing email that just completely obliterated, destroyed, killed my inbox, man. Uh, so I've been trying to respond to the, the responses all day. I'm recording this on Wednesday. The email went out this morning. And there's well over 100 people that I'm now in conversation with, actual conversations, engagement with members of my audience, subscribers. And in today's episode, uh, this being Thursday's episode, I want to share with you the email marketing technique, the strategy, the thinking behind it, why it worked, and how you can use it. If you're an email marketer or a digital marketer, online marketer, don't forget to like and subscribe so you get more content like this delivered to you. With that, let's dive in. These are the proven direct response marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Furr, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. All right, before we dive in, today's episode is sponsored by my training called Email Copywriting Prompts. It's all of seven bucks, and it will make you a much better email copywriter. Check the link in the description. That's email copywriting prompts. It gives you unlimited, infinite ideas that you can use to base your email marketing off of in a way that is designed to generate response. Again, seven bucks, the link's in the description. All right, so here's an email that got a ton of response. Here's, here's the, e I'm gonna read this whole email to you. The subject line was question. Just that word, question. And then the body of the email was, quick question, are you a copywriter or business owner? Some other marketing role? Would love to know. Thanks, Roy. Read it again, subject line question. The body of the email was, quick question, are you a copywriter or a business owner? Some other marketing role? Would love to know. Thanks, Roy. So like, I know that the majority of my audience is going to say that they are a copywriter or a business owner, one of those two. There's going to be some that are some other role, right? But the majority are either a copywriter or business owner. And so I was just asking them to raise their hand and say that they are one or the other. And like I said, this is, it got, it started over a hundred conversations with subscribers. And, you know, I sent out a lot of emails that give very little conversation that have very little like beginnings of like conversation in them. But this one, wow. Uh, it clearly, you know, it, it is capable of starting conversations. And, um, and so today I want to, I, I want to focus this episode on sharing with you the powerful email marketing technique behind it, revealing that, why it works. So this email was an example of the Dean Jackson short personal and expecting reply email. Um, and I have taught this for a long time in terms of prospecting. When you're reaching out to a, you know, to a prospective client, you don't have to get all fancy. You don't have to get all creative with your initial prospecting email. You can reach out with something that is basically the simple, asking a very simple, short, personal, expecting reply question, right? So I asked this question. It was also like one of the reasons why it started those conversations is it's easy to answer. Now, in my case, this was also giving me information about my audience, right? Uh, you know, I, when somebody signs up for my email, I don't grill them. I don't research every person. I don't whatever. Right. Uh, so this is giving me information about who my current engaged audience is, the people who are most likely to respond to an email like that. And it starts a conversation. 
Now, honestly, like I could have done this with uh, much more like evil mastermind <laughs> thinking behind it, right? I could have I could have done this with the intention of oh when people respond I'm gonna walk them down this very specific path into like m manipulate them into wanting my whatever coaching program whatever right or I don't know and in fact in some cases I do recommend that you do this type of email uh, in a way that is specifically designed to evoke the the response that's going to lead someone into a conversation that is going to involve selling. So if you're using it for prospecting, what you're trying to do is you're trying to figure out if they are a qualified prospect, and then that conversation should lead to booking a call with you. Um, so that's like if you're doing it that way. Um, but in my case, mostly what I was trying to do was start a conversation with my audience. Now, maybe I should have done it on a day where I had unlimited time to reply and, and engage in all those conversations, but I'm doing my best here. So here's why this email technique works so well. Uh, Dean Jackson teaches another concept that you know runs parallel to this of cheese and whiskers. And, uh, and, and the lesson goes that mice are genetically programmed to move towards cheese and away from whiskers. And your prospects, being like those mice in certain ways, are programmed to move towards value and away from selling. And so if your email, your marketing whatever, comes across as I am trying to sell you something, like so many cold prospecting emails do, then there is, there is this natural um, reaction that your prospect has that is to get away from it as quick as possible versus is there some positive value or conversation or connection that's going to come out of it? Well, that's cheese. That's cheese. Connection is like one of the ultimate human cheeses that we, like the ultimate desires and needs that we have as a human being is to connect with someone and so um, this kind of email that is short personal and expecting reply is offering a connection and offering value through connection and there's no whiskers there's no obvious selling going on and so um, it, it creates this scenario where people engage with you because it's easy to reply. It's easy to just answer the question. And then you can start a conversation. Like, uh, you know, some of my conversations have been something like, well, you know, how's it going? Uh, have you run in, in, into any challenges recently? How are you feeling about your business? Like things like that, right? I'm, I'm, I'm looking basically to start a conversation with people. And that conversation may lead towards some specific outcome that involves them giving me money or me finding new content to talk about in Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. It may lead to serving my audience better down the road. It may lead to some new training in BTMS Insiders. I don't know, right? But it's starting these conversations. And, and it's important if you're gonna send something out that something like this out on a mass scale, you have to be able to continue those conversations because you can end up with hundreds of replies if you have a decent sized list. Um, now, I will warn you, like, there's certainly some ways that you can screw this up. There's a lot of ways. One way is that you could, um, one way is that you could make it clear that this is a marketing email. You could, you could just write it in a way where it felt way more like you're trying to pitch them an offer than start a conversation. And another way, like, I ended up screwing this up because I was thinking, oh, this is a great email. So I'm going to send it to my list today and I'm going to set it up. To, uh, to, to go out to everybody new who signs up for my list because it's, it is fairly straightforward. It, it, it's great for that. It's, you know, quick question, are you a copywriter or a business owner? Some other marketing role would love to know. Thanks, Roy. Like that's, it, that's a great thing to ask a new subscriber onto my list. And for you, maybe it's some other 
similar question, like figuring out where they fit, but it's it's a great way to get the hottest leads to raise their hand and like start a conversation with them, right? But I screwed it up because um, in my in my eagerness to set it up as both a broadcast to go out immediately to all my current subscribers and something to be added to my um, my welcome sequence, I. I accidentally sent it to a bunch of people twice, like the vast majority of my list, because I forgot that if I add an email at the end of my welcome sequence, everybody that is at the end of my welcome sequence is going to get that email. Um, and so I screwed it up by by sending it out twice. But honestly, like only one person mentioned it. I, you know, I apologize if you got it twice. And I may have actually started even more conversations because I sent it out twice. So I don't know. Uh, um, uh, the 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 danger that comes from that is I did kind of reveal the the man behind the curtain right like thinking of the Wizard of Oz right I revealed that oh yeah this is kind of a this is a marketing thing going on and not just a personal communication there are also things like the unsubscribe link at the bottom of the email but I put in enough line breaks at the bottom of the email that that wasn't necessarily that obvious. Um, so like mostly what you want to do, the way that you're going to avoid screwing it up is you're going to make sure that you put, send it out in a way that feels, that feels as much as possible. Like, Hey, this is just a personal email from you to them. And you're trying to start a conversation. And when you do that, you are going to end up starting conversations. So how can you use this email marketing technique or tip or tactic or whatever for yourself? Number one, remember that the, the entire goal the way that this works is you have to make it short, personal, and expecting reply. So, for example, like personal, uh, short is, is you know, I basically asked one question. I presented it with two question marks. Are you a copywriter or business owner? Question mark. Some other marketing role? Question mark. But basically, I was asking them what their role was and like why, how they're engaged with marketing, right? And so it was very, very, very short. Personal, note, note. I'm not saying personalized here, although if I had the first name of every person on my list, I might have put their first name as the subject line instead of question. But lacking that, you know, I put question. Um, the way that this was personal is it was asking about them. It was asking about their role, about who they are, about how they see themselves, right? And so it was personal because it was about them. It wasn't, it wasn't me being vague and generic and whatever. It wasn't me promising something. It was just asking them a question. And then the simple fact that it was asking a question is what made it expecting reply, right? So short, personal, expecting reply. And uh, in that regard, it was incredibly powerful at starting those conversations. And if you use something like this, it will be powerful in starting conversations. So what context are you going to use it in? One example that... I've spoken to a little bit already in this episode is prospecting. What is the right question that you can ask for your prospects, your best potential customers? If you define who your best potential customers are, what do you need to know? What question can you ask somebody who may, who may or may not be that best potential prospect? What potential question can you ask that's going to help you understand um, if they are a great fit for you? that's going to get your best prospects to raise their hand, right? And so it could be, you know, do you have this thing set up with your website yet? Do you have, uh, you know, whatever? Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what yours is, right? What I know is 
you probably, if you have done much business at all in your market, you can tell, you could ask a couple questions and figure out who your ideal client is. And if you are given a group of people who may be in your market, but only, uh, let, let's, let's imagine this scenario. You enter a room with 100 people who you know are in your market, but you also know that only 10 of those people are your ideal client. What one question would you start every introduction with to figure out who those 10 people are as quick as possible? Make that how you do this. Um, so that's, that's how you think about this in terms of prospecting, right? Uh, if you own a list like I do, like if you've built an email marketing list, if you want to start conversations with your audience, this can be a great way to do it. Figure out what your question is to get your audience to sift and sort themselves. Maybe you have a high ticket offer that you're looking to figure out who the leads are for that. Do that, like figure that out, right? Um, and figure out what the question is that you need to ask them to get them to raise their hand so that you can have conversations. But again, you have to be ready to have a lot of conversations. Uh, if you have a, a sales team, you might be able to manage it that way. Um, yeah, uh, and then and then you can use it in follow-up sequences. Like I say, like you don't have to do it as a broadcast. You could do it for you know right after your welcome email. The way that I have it set up at this point is you sign up for my list, and then an hour later you get this email that feels like a short personal expecting reply email from me saying, hey, you know, are are you a copywriter, or business owner, or what's your marketing role? Uh, let me know. Or I'd love to know. And that is, you know, how I'm going to start conversations going forward with more people who are joining my list, the, the people who are the most engaged and most responsive. Um, so I hope that this is illuminating. What I would say is there are all types of opportunities to use this type of conversation starter email, um, whether you're talking about getting clients or, you know, engaging your customer base or whether you're talking about uh, just learning more about who your your subscribers are, your uh, your followers are, or whether you're looking to uh, to sift and sort people to the point to figure out who is the best fit for a particular offer. Uh, it is it's very versatile. You just have to figure out how to ask the right question, what that right question is. And uh, certainly, you could you could let me know if you want some help with that. I do offer consulting services. Um, but for the vast majority of you, you probably just want to know how to be an email, a better email marketer, better email copywriter. And in that regard, I would strongly recommend that you buy my email copywriting prompts. It's seven bucks. It's just seven bucks. And it's an extremely valuable resource, an extremely valuable reference for email copywriting. Not like how to write specific sentences in email, but the ideas behind effective emails. And it's made to apply to any industry, any market. It gives you 31 prompts, but those can be mixed and matched for an effectively infinite array of email marketing ideas. And these ideas will help you get write better emails and, and, and get more response. So check out the link in the description to email copywriting prompts. I'm Roy Fur. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you get more content like this every day in every episode. I'm here trying to help you increase your marketing genius. And hey, if you send out an email like this and you get flooded with responses, you're sure going to look like a genius. <laughs> I'll catch you again in the next episode. 
Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.